Hi everyone, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. As we all know, the horror genre in film has been around for about a hundred years, and many of the stories we know and love today can be attributed to gothic love stories and tragedies written much earlier than we think. Today we're going to talk about Edgar Allan Poe, a man who has contributed immensely to the genre from storytelling and from movies as well. Edgar Allan Poe was born in 1809 and died 40 years later in 1849 on a famous park bench in Baltimore, Maryland. He has written a total of approximately 78 stories and poems, with the most famous being The Raven, The Telltale Heart, The Cask of Amontillado, etc. There is no death certificate for Edgar Allan Poe, but it's said that he died from brain congestion caused by an excess of alcohol in his system. Many people hated Poe, and the local newspaper wrote a nasty obituary about him, calling him a womanizing alcoholic. Poe's stories were not wildly popular while he was alive, and neither was he, but rather he gained immense fame after his death and in more modern times. Poe's stories are read in high school literature classes, and his works are studied by English majors across the globe. Today, there are 48 feature films that revolve around his stories, some of which are flop films, but others that are truly amazing pieces of cinema. Starting out with his most popular and famous Poe story, we're going to talk about The Raven from 1845. This is a poem centered around an unnamed narrator's journey into madness after realizing that he will never forget his lost love, Lenore. Poe uses symbols such as a talking raven, a bust of palace, and the narrator's chamber, to share the story while representing his narrator's struggle with grief. The poem was supposedly written in Baltimore, which is why the NFL team is called the Baltimore Ravens, which is a fun fact. Maybe not so much a fun fact, but I didn't even pay attention to that until this past year. <laughs> um, this is also where we get Edgar Allan Poe's most famous quote, quote the Raven nevermore. There are a few movies revolving around this story, but one of the most recent Poe films in general is The Raven from 2012. Set in the 19th century Baltimore, Detective Emmett Fields is our main character in the movie, and he makes a horrifying discovery, seeing that the murders of a mother and daughter in town resemble a fictional crime described in a story by Edgar Allan Poe. When another murder occurs, also seemingly inspired by Poe, the detective realizes a serial killer is on the loose, and he enlists Poe's help in catching the felon by following along with his story. Poe agrees to help, and the stakes become personal for him when someone close to him may become the killer's next victim. This is a really great movie, and a great way to understand some of Poe's intricate details within his other storytelling. The way that Edgar Allan Poe has written the majority of his films and um, I'm sorry, the, written the majority of his poems and his stories is a little bit old Englishy and just a little bit confusing in general. So being able to understand his stories and their points on screen may be a little bit of a lazy way to understand the stories themselves, but I think it makes it really easy. And the Raven movie in general, I think is just a really good Sherlock Holmesy type of film. So I would definitely recommend it. The next story to talk about is The Cask of Amontillado. This is a short story from 1849 revolving around a man named Montressor, who believes his friend, Fortunato, is making fun of him. Tired of being bullied by Fortunato, 
Montressor gets him drunk and lures him down into a basement. There, Montressor traps Fortunato behind a wall, closing him off to his death. This story is not necessarily a film by itself, but became part of a three-film series, Tale of Terror, in 1926. The next story to talk about is The Pit and the Pendulum. This is a short story first published in 1842 in the literary annual The Gift, a Christmas and New Year's present for 1843. The story is about the torments endured by a prisoner of the Spanish Inquisition, though poets use historical facts for the basis of storytelling. We follow an unnamed narrator throughout the story and find that he was most likely a soldier in the war, now sentenced to death. He wanders around his supposed jail cell and one day awakens to find himself in a room with a pendulum hanging above him, swinging every time he moves, meaning that someone is watching him. As the walls begin to close in, he believes that he is doomed, but a rescue army arrives just in time to save him. There have been multiple movies made about this story, all with a very wide range of meanings, seemingly taking different perspectives from the original story. The most recent film, for example, was released in 2006 under the same name, but it focuses on a group of students studying the thrills of pain. Not so much in relation to the original story, but um, has ties to it nonetheless. So the last story of Edgar Allan Poe's to talk about today is Fall of the House of Usher. This is a short story first published in 1839 in Burton's Gentleman's Magazine, then included in the collection Tales of the Grotesque and Arabesque in 1840. The story revolves around another unnamed narrator who is visiting a strange mansion owned by his childhood friend, Roderick Usher, who is behaving increasingly oddly as he and his twin sister dwell with the melancholy atmosphere of their house. In modern times, they are living in a haunted house. Roderick reveals that their family is cursed, and only one member of the Usher family has survived from generation to generation, thereby forming a direct line of descendants without any outside branches. He says the decrepit house makes the family sick, but that they must stay to accept their fate. The narrator tries to talk some sense into Roderick, but he doesn't really listen. His sister dies and Roderick buries her in the tomb in their basement with the rest of the Usher family. After hearing weird noises the next few days, Roderick finally admits that he buried his sister alive in an attempt to spare her, but she breaks free from the tomb and attacks Roderick, scaring him to death. The narrator escapes the ordeal and looks back to see the house descending into the earth, hopefully ending this either real or fake curse. In North Carolina, they have this thing called Carolina, the Carolina Theater has the thing called the Retroactive gothic series and it's super cool they have movies play from the 1920s 1940s 1960s 1980s in this very old style theater in durham so as a shivers event a couple of weeks ago we were able to go and watch the fall of the house of usher from 1960 and it was a really good movie overall and had pretty much the same story except that the narrator or our main character was going to the Usher mansion because he was in love with the sister and he wanted to save her and take her away but Roderick wouldn't let him saying that they had to stay in the house and that they're cursed and all the same stuff. So pretty much the entire time our main character is trying to figure out what's going on at the house and trying to convince 
his love to go with him on her own accord, saying, you're, you're not sick, you're young, you're fine. And just as she's about to go with him in a grave, she winds up dead, and Roderick says, we have to bury her in the basement in the tomb, and you know that's where she's going to stay. And then we find out that he buried her alive. And at the very end of the movie, she pops into the, Roderick's bedroom looking totally crazy, and she attacks him, and our main character gets out and turns around and looks, and the house is crumbling into the ground. So watching it from a movie perspective, it's very evident to say that this house is haunted and that she's probably possessed, and it's not just some insane family dealing with a mold infestation. So it's a very interesting story and cool to see it played out. So um, there are so many more Edgar Allan Poe stories and poems and movies, but these are our highlights for today. So thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. For those of you interested in going to something like the Carolina Theater or interested in keeping the conversation going, be sure to join the Shivers Meetup page so that you too can be part of all things spooky.